Welcome to the future of XYZ. I'm your host, Lisa Grelnick, principal and founder of LVG & Co., an independent strategy consultancy based in New York City. Through quick and candid conversations with innovative leaders, we aim to foster new thinking and explore big questions about where we are as a world and where we're going. Hello and welcome back to 2022. Uh, this is the future of XYZ and I am thrilled today to uh, host a, a friend and colleague, Carrie Collins. Carrie, welcome to the future of XYZ. Thank you, Lisa, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year indeed. I mean, what a great subject to talk about to kick off the new year, which is the future of productivity. Um, I think you as, you know, a longtime leader in large organizations, uh, as a master's uh, doctorate in law, and as now a recently minted PhD in leadership, have a lot to say about productivity. Um, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Um, if you want to just quickly also, I know that you recently uh, founded and are CEO of How which is a company that uh, is really a consulting firm for business optimization. Do you want to just quickly introduce yourself and, and what How does? Sure, sure. Thanks, Lisa. Um, it is so exciting to be here. Um, can't believe it is yet another new year. Uh, a little bit crazy, but, uh, but yeah, so my background, as you say, I'm a retired lawyer. I am a relatively newly minted PhD, and I have taken research theory and practice the last 20 or so years in large organizations and pulled it all together to create how. I come into a company, I listen, I ask the right questions, and I connect all the dots, synthesize all that information, and produce really clear action steps for companies, whether that's at the organizational level, the team level, or the individual level. So I come in and I help you make and do your business better. Excellent. It's about productivity. So when we think about new year, it's new, new year, new you. Um, let's, let's think about this. I mean, I, I, I often in my business, you know, um, really think about the, the what, where, when, who, why, how, right? So we're going to end on the how, because that's, you know, the name of your company, but what is the what of productivity? Um, what, what, what is the thing, especially in this crazy world that we're living in now? Right. And I think, Productivity has uh, has gotten a good rap and a bad rap over the last sort of 24 months. Uh, the fear was when we all shifted to, uh, largely, uh, we shifted to 100% remote work was people aren't going to be productive anymore. They're going to take a nap. They're going to go do laundry. They're going to walk the jog. And by all accounts, what employers found was that people were more productive. People were able to structure their days the way they wanted to. And when they were working, they were far more focused. And I think that's that emphasis on productivity. I mean, certainly it even went a little bit too far where you had people who didn't know when the day started, the workday started and ended, and they found themselves at their computer for 10, 12, 15 hours a day. So the what of productivity has evolved. And I think it's no longer a question that the vast majority of professional workers can do the work and can be productive in any environment, but how they're doing that work and what that day looks like has become much more fluid. So I have a meeting every Monday morning on my Peloton with my number two on her Peloton. We do a video chat 
and we bike and we have our meeting. So we haven't lost any time. We have, we cover everything we need to cover and we've managed to, to put a workout in. So it's really about what and how you're structuring your day to maximize that productivity. What does that look like for you? And it's going to vary from person to person. Absolutely. And I think the Peloton example is awesome. Um, you know, whatever it is, but there are tools. The other what of productivity, I guess, are tools like, you know, I mean, Peloton isn't where I would have originally gone with that, <laughs> but you know, we're, we're doing this on zoom, you know, I mean, there are tools in the what of productivity as well. Um, yes. Let's touch on those as we kind of move to the where, maybe that's where that comes in. So let's talk sure. about where. Um, so, so in terms of tools, we have a lot of different tools. And I think, uh, right, you're either, you're a Zoom or you're a Google Me, you're a Blue Jeans, right? So a lot of it is, I certainly have my favorite tools. My to-do list is Todoist. And I live and die by it on my phone, my iPad, my, my desktop. And uh, I have folks who don't like to do a digital to-do list and they like the pen and paper. And so you can use a rocket book where you can write it, uh, scan it, send it to a digital destination, and then wipe it clean with water. It's very sustainable and uh, very environmentally friendly. And what I tell people about tools is don't get yourself so hung up or so wedded to a tool if it's not meeting your needs. You're not married to this, this app, this Trello, Monday, Todoist, Asana, whatever it is. If it's not working for you, don't feel like you have to stick with it. You can go back and forth. I, you know, you remember the uh, Palm Pilot days? I had a little Palm Pilot and the stylus. Uh, and now I've shifted to this Todoist. And, and there have been multiple diff different tools in between. You need to do what's right for you in the moment that you find yourself in your career, uh, at work, whatever. You need to use what's going to work best for you. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's always great advice because we cannot be productive in someone else's best case scenario and corporations often force that. So I imagine when we're talking about the future of productivity, when you go into an organization, there is a certain looking at what are those tools and processes that the, what that gets us to, you know, is this, is this productive for the teams and the individuals, or is this in fact unproductive? Right. Absolutely. I mean, everybody's got CRMs, right? Big CR, you know, are you, are you using it? But Yes, you have a CRM, but are you using it in the most effective way possible? And you get 10 people in a room and they'll all use it 10 different ways. How do you make sure that people are using it? You're not creating an, another onerous burden, but that they're using it to its maximum capabilities. I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll have conversations with people and say, you know, oh, I use my CRM like this. Wow, I didn't know you could do that. And so it makes your life a lot easier if you fully investigate the tool that your employer is making you use. Absolutely, and providing some training on that for people who don't have that time is, is, is helpful as well. Okay, so where, where of productivity? Right, so, you know, prior to March of 2020, I never ever envisioned myself working at home. I, well, first of all, I want to be away from my kids. And second of all, uh, I liked being in the office, right? Getting dressed up, going into work, whatever. And then during the pandemic, I discovered I really like working in my slippers and my leggings. And so, and now we're, we're going back. So you have people who always were and have stayed 100% remote. They've got this pretty locked down. You have people who 
are now back to the office and maybe they, they are back 100%. And then you've got probably this huge chunk of people that are going back and forth between home office, 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 on some days, maybe not other days, some weeks, maybe not other. And, you know, it's a wonder we even remember how certain mach machines work from one place to the other. And I think that is really, in my opinion, going to take a toll long, longer term on people's productivity. I have exactly the setup that I want right here in my, in my new home office. And uh, I know where everything is. I have all the right cords and peripherals and everything. As soon as I go into the office office, well, my camera doesn't work quite the same way. My mouse is wired, my phone, you know. And so am I spending 20 minutes? I mean, I'm not, but at least the, most people are spending a few minutes every day going, where did I put that? What is it? So I think that it's going to continue to take us time to figure out how to be as productive as we can be, regardless of what setting that might be. It's always interesting. I, I'm, I'm laughing as um, I'm thinking about the time that it takes. I remember um, you know, working late one night and taking my laptop home with me and getting to the office the next day and sitting down at my desk and realizing like there's something missing and being like, Oh yeah, the, the laptop and having to go home and, and, you know, commute back and forth again to, in order, you know, because I'd forgotten. And I mean, that only happened once, but it was really devastating to my productivity that day, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. And I've told people to create, I mean, I never need an excuse to buy a new bag, but to create a, a bag, you know, a pouch that you put in everything that you might need, a kit, a tech kit, and then you can throw it in your backpack, you can throw it in your commuter bag, you can bring it out. And so everything you have is with you, no matter where. And that's true too, if you're traveling, if you're, you know, I was in New York City um, last week and London a couple of weeks ago. And so we're, we're traveling again. So it needs to be really easy. So you're not, you don't have any downtime in, in those situations either. So I think well, we're getting there. Basics. I mean, there's, there, there is that component to this also. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, have this great big shining sun, <laughs> sun orb. It's like a New Year's sun for me. Yes. Um, so as we go forward, what about the when? When when of productivity? Yes. So let's face it. Um, we do have personal lives, and so we need to. In many cases, we want to be productive in our work or professional lives as well as our personal lives. And so, what does that mean? So. People make fun of me all the time, but I usually make my Christmas cards in August or September, right after our family vacation. And we have the one good family photo for the entire calendar year. And I design and order the Christmas cards and they sit in the box, the bright orange box from Shutterfly until now. And then I go through and address them. So you know, we send a hundred Christmas cards and, and how do we do that? Well, it's because I, I ordered them three months ago when it was fresh in my mind. There are similarly tools and techniques that you can use in your personal life to make sure that you are being as personally productive. Now that can mean working out. I have a, a saying that, you know, take the yoga class, take 45 minutes because it will save you the 60 minutes that you're going to spend fretting that you don't have enough time to take the 45 minute yoga class. So blocking off time for yourself, making sure that you have 
you, yourself, your prior, whatever your personal priorities are, that they become part of your to-do list as well. That means you have time for you as well as having time for your family and your professional life. So a lot of the strategies that I talk about work, whether it's at work or at home, but it's also important to make sure that you, you think about making time and how to be more productive in your personal life as well. It's, um, I'm laughing about the Christmas cards. This is going to be my first, this was my first year um, that I didn't actually get cards out in close to 25 years. And uh, it's just because the year passed. I mean, the when of productivity in a time of COVID, um, and especially if you have big transitions as I've had and uh, busyness as we all have and all the things. And so that's, it's a great, it's a great practice. And I think it applies to obviously corporate environments as well. Where it's like, well, if you if you know your strategic planning starts in October, it probably behooves you to start putting some stuff on paper in the in the months leading up to it to be able to hit the ground running. Absolutely, we moved into a new house um, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and so I knew there was no way I was going to want to be futzing with Christmas cards at that point. But you know, my tradition has been to order them in in late summer, early fall, so we were able to get them out. We, I say that we, let's say, I was able to get them out um, this weekend because they, you know, I had done them, done them in advance. So that kind of mentality and strategy can apply to any one of a number of uh, home-based or personal projects. And so when we move from the when to the who, um, what's the who of productivity? That's a great question, Lisa. And I think that we all have it within ourselves to be productive or to be more productive. You know, people say, oh, I don't know how you do it all. Da, da, da. Well, you know, quite frankly, I don't cook. I, I, I do have a husband that does that. I don't clean. I, I mean, I'm very tidy. Things are very neat, but, but I'm fortunate to outsource that. We outsource the lawn care. Um, so the reason that I can be so productive in many cases is because I have a whole cadre of support, whether it's family, whether it's outsourcing, whether it's friends, whether it's teenagers, albeit begrudgingly, but you know, the who is, it does take a village, right? And it, this is no different that I am not by any stretch of the imagination, a single, you know, Wonder Woman show. Um, I, my kids are now old enough, they do their own laundry. And so that bought me hours on a Sunday. And so finding people way to support you and to support what it is that you're doing, uh, and it might not happen all the time. It might not happen, you know, it might be ebbing and flowing. Uh, my teenagers are becoming more self-sufficient, but my parents require a little bit more hand-holding. And so, you know, we're, I'm now duly sitting in that sandwich generation. Uh, so, but the who can be anybody. And it's interesting when you think about the sandwich generation, I mean, I think one of the things in the, in the workforce that we've certainly seen through COVID is the, the who in everyone's personal life, right? Whether it's a pet, whether it's a child, whether it's someone disabled, whether it's a parent, whether it's multi-generations, whatever it is, maybe it's a partner, maybe it's mental illness. I mean, there are all these the, the gamut of who's, right? Roles and things really play a role in whether we can show up and how we show up. Um, how do you think about addressing the productivity question through the who uh, as you start, you know, as you pivoted how into going into businesses? 
Well, and, and that's a great, great point. I mean, my husband had to be fully on board. Uh, my partner, whomever you're, had to be fully on board with this as, as quite frankly, did my children, because this was going to take a lot of time. Um, we talked briefly, Lisa, I do have a day job. It's a full-time day job while I run this business. And I've managed to, to, to balance both quite well, but only because I have a lot of who's who help me. Um, my kids are fond of saying that um, I've howled a particular room, meaning I've gone in and I've over-organized or something. Um, but, but, you know, we, we were committed to it as a family and we were committed to it um, because it was going to be me being away or me being more focused in time. So you, whomever you are, are, it's okay to ask for help, huge problem for me up until recently. And it's okay to include others, other who's in your uh, quest for productivity. Totally. I mean, and that, and that actually makes a lot of sense and, and, and getting help and whether that is your, your, you know, brand new employee in a company or your senior manager, I think that, you know, applying the personal to the professional in that context is, is key. Okay. And, and now we move to the why, I mean, I guess that, that leads really nicely into it. Why? Why? Uh, you know, for me, it's, um, I love checking boxes off a list or scratching a to-do list. And I think whether it's personal or professional, it's a sense of accomplishment. It's a sense of truly feeling as though you have had an impact. So think about it from a professional standpoint. Yes, we have to meet our goals and you know we have metrics and, and things that we have to, we have to do. But at the end of the day, isn't it amazing that you've been, you can look back and say, wow, our team did this. I did this for, you know, my boss. I mean, to be able to demonstrate your outputs, your outcomes, your impact is so tremendously powerful. It's something that, that is a huge motivator for me. And and not everybody feels that way, and that's okay. Uh, but but for those who are looking to be more productive, I think it's about what makes what motivates you. Is it more money? Is it a better title? Is it um, simply rec general recognition? Is it I want to exceed my goals, whatever those goals are? Those all those elements, whatever your motivator is, is going to help you truly decide that it's time to focus you know, hunker down and use whatever tools or strategies may work the best for you to just really increase that productivity. It's interesting. I always think about, I always, in resumes, you know, before these words became ubiquitous, I always talked about efficient and effective, right? And this really feels like the way that we used to talk about productivity without being like, oh, I'm super productive. It's like efficient and effective. And that's like, you know, how do we optimize performance to be efficient and effective is what we're getting at. So I guess the, the final point in this of the, of the what, where, when, why, who is how. And how. since you're named how, I'll let, you, I'll let you close out on that, Carrie. No, that's, that's great. I, I appreciate it. And I think a lot of times, you know the saying that people work harder, not smarter. And how, the how of all of this is finding the smartest way 
to do something, which yes, does translate largely to efficient and effective, which is, you know, two of my, my favorite words, but it's, it's coming in, it's analyzing something and it's saying, is this working for us being, being fearless enough to ask the question to potentially have the answer be, no, it's not working. And if it's not working for us, for the company, for the team, for the individual, then what do I do? How do I make that change? And what, what things do I need to do to make that, that shift? And, and I think that the how is all about finding ways to say, I see your situation, I see your problem, but seeing what else is around, sometimes it's just a fresh perspective, right? And coming in and saying, well, but if you took this and this and this and you merge them together and you put it like this, then you have saved yourself six hours. And I think it's that, that ability to come in and really say, you're doing it like this, but if we do it like this, the how changes, everything becomes much easier and efficient and effective. It feels like the how is the summation actually of in this conversation, at least of the what, where, when, why, how, et cetera. The how is like the end, the end result of productivity. So as we wrap up this excellent conversation on the future of productivity, um, I just want to thank you, Carrie, for, for joining us. It's, uh, it's exciting to have you and I'm excited for your, 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 your kind of optimized new, new business. Yes, Lisa, thank you so much. Um, I'm looking forward to future X, Y, and Z episodes and um, have a great 2022. Thank you, you also. And to everyone listening and watching, uh, we are obviously on YouTube for video. We're on Apple and uh, my goodness, Spotify and Amazon. It's been a minute since I've done this. for for streaming podcasts and of course follow us on instagram at future of xyz and visit future-of.xyz if you are interested in learning more about lvg and co and or you want to nominate other guests for future of xyz episodes in 2022 carrie thank you again on future of productivity to kick us off uh, in the new year right that sounds great lisa take care bye bye everyone Thanks for listening to The Future of XYZ. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow Lisa Grelnick on LinkedIn. Visit future-of.xyz or subscribe to The Future of XYZ podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.